and I'm sitting in a part of the cemetery in Great Yarmouth that's just off the Minster Church. Um, I hopefully will interview a few people but I think I might not because it is quite chilly and Covid is still an issue. But what I can do is interview a pigeon. A pigeon, how do you like living in Yarmouth? Oh, there's a crow. Crow, how do you like living in Yarmouth? Crow, you're not gonna have a. You're not gonna talk to me, crow. Crow, you're gonna say something? No. Well, the other people in the cemetery are buried. Oh, there's one just behind me, so I'm just gonna ask it a question. What's the name? Joseph. Joseph Pestle, I think. Joseph, do you have anything to say? It says Joseph Pestle, your date of birth, um, and it's in loving memory, and we don't know your story, and this is the point of this project. We don't know people's stories once they've gone. So hopefully I'll get people to talk to me. Otherwise, there was a, you know, they'll be here and then not here and who's to know what their story was. New History seeks to explore the East of England through researching and amplifying uncelebrated stories, decolonising regional history and seeking untold contemporary perspectives from across the region. We are looking for the unknown, forgotten and uncelebrated stories of individuals from the East. Well, in my case, it's in Great Yarmouth. I am someone who inhabits many identities. I am of mixed heritage, gay, working class and disabled. You don't get to see or hear many stories like mine in the mainstream. So when I was asked to be part of the New Histories Project, I jumped at the chance. I wanted to hear some local stories in Yarmouth. I don't want to hear the stories that are privileged. I want to hear the stories that are hidden in plain sight. Everyone is silenced when they are dead. This project does not believe in silence in life. Let's take one part of my identity, me being part of the LGBT plus world. LGBT stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender. Where are the LGBT stories and histories of people who lived in Yarmouth over the centuries? The silencing is deliberate. They were not allowed to tell their stories. Although I could have interviewed literally hundreds of disregarded people from all sorts of different backgrounds, I decided to interview three LGBT people. Of course, with the exception of Della, who is a white British Muslim woman and retired nurse. They all know what it's like to be marginalised and overlooked. For the podcast, I'm asking them what they like and don't like about Yarmouth. I start off with a local legend that is Dusty Miller. She's in her 80s now, but she still works as a volunteer chaplain at the James Paget Hospital. In her previous life, she set up a young person's theatre company, worked in the heritage sector and was even a bouncer. This is amazing, as in the 1950s she was outed as a gay policewoman. Here she is talking about what she does and doesn't like about Yarmouth. Norfolk is a beautiful county. Um, We're by the sea. We've got everything round us here. We've got lovely country walks. You haven't got to go far. We've got um, the seaside, you know, the community come here. We've got our pier hotel. I will give that a plug because my Pier Hotel is my second home and they are the most lovely people. Um, they're my neighbours too, around the corner actually. But they are wonderful people and they look after. Talk about this community. Everyone there knows everybody. You go in and everyone says, hello, morning, you know, what can I do? And anything wrong is discussed and 
Oh yes, places like that. It's a good place for it. Um, I suppose travel maybe is not not easy to get to places in in good time, um, that kind of stuff. But no, I don't. I I can't honestly say that I see anything really really bad in Galston and Yarm. Let, let's look at it. You know, we've got two parts of Yarm. We've got the cultural side where the the town wall, the museums. The, we've got lots of good stuff, but there is a dark side to it. And it's the drug, the drug thing. That's the trouble with it. I would say that's just reminded me that there's a drug culture, um, which is sad. Megan is a trans woman who works for the NHS. This is Megan talking about what she loves about Great Yarmouth. The market chips, definitely the market chips. <laughs> people, when they come to Yarmouth, I say, when you get here, you've got to try the market chips. And I love to show people about, even though if it's winter, I love to just show people where the seafronts are, where the bars are, where's good to go, where's not good. Like, if you want to go out to eat, where's good to eat, where's not good to eat. To show them all the history, because Yarmouth has such an amazing history, and it really does. And I love to, I love the history of the town. I think the worst thing about it is the the deprivation and the support that the, the society there needs in general. So it's quite sad to see sort of some of some of the situations that you see there, and you know it's heartbreaking to see people suffering. That's the worst thing for me. Stella is a white British Muslim and retired nurse who has done amazing work setting up hospitals and nursing programmes around the world. Having experienced racism myself in Yarmouth, I wondered if she experienced discrimination. I think Yarmouth being a small insular town is a small insular town and, and therefore tends to be worse. I, I go to Norwich and it's a different experience. Uh, but Norwich is a city, it's a multicultural city. Um, I mean, I'm sure there is, there are issues, I've never lived there, but as a person shopping in Norwich or just generally being in Norwich, I feel I tr get treated less differently. Um, so yeah, I, th I think, I, I wouldn't like to say Yarmouth specifically. I think it probably applies to a lot of small insular towns. Here Della is talking about how she has grown to love this part of Norfolk. When I first came to this area, I hated it. It's flat. And I came from the hills of Lancashire. Um, I love the flatness now. I love, I love the coast. I love the sea. I love the, how, the, how the, uh, the seasons change around. More so, I think, I, I guess they change inland as well, but the sea is, is so... I love living here from that point of view. I've got lots of nice friends. I have a nice community. Emily grew up on a farm and then moved to Yarmouth as a young gay person. She now lives there with her partner. Here Emily recounts what the favourite part about living in Yarmouth is. I think the people, and that's a crazy thing to say, especially as I was just talking about prejudice and things, but on my road, um, the road I live on is not a particularly nice place to live in Great Yarmouth. There's a lot of trouble, there's a lot of police calls and so forth, but I wouldn't give my neighbours up for anything because they are brilliant. They're always nice, if I need anything they're there, likewise I would be there for them. 
But yeah, no, the people that live on my road, I actually get on with everybody. There's not a single house I've ever had a problem with, so I think definitely the locals. Here Emily talks about what Yarmouth could do better at. I think the council, and um, that sounds a bit, I know, but they just, it seems like they'll put money into things like the marketplace, but then they alienate everyone that wants to use the marketplace. So how is it going to pay for itself in the long run? you're scaring all the market traders away and like they'll they'll pretty up the seafront or town hall but they won't touch anywhere else that desperately needs it like the children's play areas that are dangerous and the drunks drinking in the park all day every day and there's stuff like that that needs addressing so that was a little taste of the thoughts and lives of four people in Yarmouth four people who for different reasons have not had an easy ride due to how other people see them can you tell that one of them got kicked out of the church for being gay? Or that another had to leave a husband behind in a war-torn country? Or that one of them lived unhappily as a man, working as an electrician, before transitioning to live as a woman and that her daughter loves her very much? Or that one of them left a farm to move to Great Yarmouth to find herself as a gay woman and creative, but that Yarmouth couldn't help her as an artist? You can hear the full interviews of each of these wonderful people on the New Histories website.
You've just got to... Oh, scamp. Whatever you had up there, you haven't got any more. He likes the pens. Is it a pen? No. No, no, he's just walked all over a computer. Oh, oh, Come on. You know what I mean. Come on. Are you coming? Oh, it's a good boy. Yeah, she's a lovely fella then. Uh, la 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 la. 